What's up, y'all? This is David, a.k.a. Mr. Beluga91 here. And today, we're going to be going into a little bit of a controversial topic. But before we do, I just want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. And, yeah, I appreciate anybody who sticks around to the end, which I hope all of y'all do. But if you don't, that's alright, too. I also want to say, uh, go check out the Definitive Outlaws podcast. That's the podcast I do with my homie, Maurice. And it's pretty good. It'll be similar to this one, except it's just me talking. Also, go check out my YouTube channel, Mr. Beluga91. I just uploaded a video uh, not that long ago of an art showcase that I did. It was basically just me showing y'all some of the some of my favorite drawings that I have in my portfolio. And then I plan on doing another one tomorrow, showing y'all how, or showing people how to make simple faces, you know, because a lot of people don't think they can draw. And I want to prove them wrong, you know. But anyways, let's get into the topic. So, the topic for today is Micaiah Bryant. And she, if you don't know the story, I guess, what happened was that on April 20th, 2021, uh, so this year, April 20th of this year, Micaiah Bryant was shot by a police officer in Ohio, and this occurred during the Derek Chauvin trial, so whenever they were going to pronounce, whenever they were going to say if he was guilty or not guilty, basically, and that just added fuel to the fire on this uh, topic. So, on my Instagram story, the day that this happened, I posted about it, about the Micaiah Bryant uh, situation. And, essentially, I don't have that screenshot for some reason, I'm an idiot. But, uh, I basically put that I stand with the police officer, and that the lady went after two people with a knife in front of the cop, and, yeah, that's about it. I put... I also put, uh, sucks that she died, but you play stupid games, you get stu- you get your prize. As of right now, there's nothing that'll sway my opinion on this one. You can DM me if you're wrong. Or if you think I'm wrong, my bad, yo. And, luck, I put that on my close friends list. Because I don't like to put controversial stuff on my regular list. Like, I like to keep stuff like that between me and my homies. You know? But I put that on my close friends list, and someone DM'd me, and by the way, I'm not going to say their name, you know, or anything like that, uh, just so that way people don't bother her, or whatever, or this person, I don't know if it's a her or not, my bad, that's on me completely, but that way they don't bother this person, you know. But anyway, they're not on my close friends list, so... That means one of my homies sent a screenshot of my story to this person or posted it or whatever, you know. And they got a hold of it and DM me, which is fine. But I just wish that the person who DM or took a picture of my story, you know, would say something to me. If they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. Like, whatever. It doesn't bother me that much. But yeah. Also, before I get more into this, I know I should have done this, like, right after this happened, or a day or two after this happened, but I believe that's whenever I uploaded my introduction for the podcast, or a little bit after that, 
So I kind of want to keep this going on like a one, once, one podcast a week. So that's why I didn't do this right then and there. But anyways, they sent me a picture of my my story with the caption saying, "Are you trolling?" I replied, "I'm open-minded. Speak what you want. I'm not gonna be rude or disagree." And I, I can, I'm sorry for interrupting my myself, you know. But like, if I cuss or something, you know, my bad. But this this argument got me pretty heated. And it and the reason I'm doing this argument rather than just talking about the story is because I find it more interesting while it does talk about the story at the same time, if that kind of makes sense. But anyway, sorry about the the interruptions of myself. But like I said, I, I, re- I, I replied, I'm open-minded, speak what you want, I'm not going to be rude. And she replied, or I don't know if it's a she, so my bad. They replied, what do you think the job of a policeman is? I put the job of a cop is to protect himself and the people around them. I mean, that's like the most simple, straightforward police description like I think anyone could think of. They replied, police are trained to de-escalate dangerous situations low, low. That doesn't include shooting blindly and impulsively. How deficient is your brain to say that the cop was right in shooting a 16-year-old girl in the chest four times? Completely unwarranted. So basically, right here, and I'm going to break down everything that she says. And, yeah, let's break this down right here. Police are trained to de-escalate dangerous situations. That doesn't include shooting blindly and impulsively. I agree with that part. I mean, cops should should de-escalate dangerous situations and are trained to do that. This situation was too dangerous. Someone would have been stabbed. So, I mean, the cop was in the right, in my eyes, to shoot. She re- or she continued, like I stated, How deficient is your brain to say that the cop was right in shooting a 16-year-old girl in the chest four times? So, the cop was right, in my eyes, <laughs> by shooting a 16-year-old girl. So, it doesn't. age does not play a factor when people's lives are at stake. I'm sorry if that offends you, you know, or something. But whenever someone has a knife and they're going to stab somebody and try to harm them and a cop is there, the cop is going to do whatever they can to stop the person with the knife, okay, or with the gun or whatever. It was not unwarranted. (laughs) So then I replied, true in the first part, like I stated, But when you barely arrive on a crime scene and under a minute of being there, a young woman with a knife attacks two people, you're telling me the cop's just going to be like, hey, stop that. No. He was going to protect the female that Miss Bryant was attacking. Also, I'm going to refer to Miss Bryant as, or I'm going to refer to Micaiah Bryant, sorry, as Miss Bryant because I couldn't spell her name and I didn't want to be disrespectful and spell it wrong in the chat that I had. And also, there's a woman in the video who is wearing pink, so she's going to be referred to as the lady in pink. Anyways, so that's what I stated, you know, like, about myself, basically, my what I believed in the shooting, you know. She replied back, police don't get to decide who dies. It doesn't matter if someone is holding a weapon. Like I said, they're trying to de-escalate situations. He knew he was going to kill Brian B by shooting her four times in the chest. It doesn't take 18 weeks of training to realize that. So, 
like I said, I'm going to continue to break down everything that she puts down. So let's break this down, and that's going to be the last time I say that. I mean, y'all should catch on by then. Police don't get to decide who dies. Actually, they kind of do because they're the ones pretty much in control of dangerous situations like this one. So you're kind of wrong there. It doesn't matter if someone is holding a weapon. It actually does because usually when you are holding a weapon, uh, a cop will stop you from using that. That's why one of the first questions cops usually ask in a pullover, like if you're driving, is do you have a weapon on you? So, I mean, yeah, it kind of does matter if you are holding a weapon. Like I said, they're trained to de-escalate situations. He knew he was going to kill Brian by shooting her four times. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he did too because, I mean, she was going to stab somebody. But, yeah, my brain's just different, I guess. It doesn't take 18 weeks of training to realize that. I mean, you're right. If someone's dangerous, it shouldn't take 18 weeks to realize that you got to stop the the criminal from doing a crime. I replied, bruh, when someone is going after another person with a weapon, a cop is not going to just stand and watch. Miss Bryant was going to hurt and possibly kill the woman in pink. How is the cop supposed to de-escalate the situation when she was already attacking the woman? It ain't like the cop pulled up with his gun out already. He only pulled it out when he saw that she had a knife and was going to stab the woman in pink. Shooting her four times was a, was excessive, I'll give you that. But it stopped someone from being injured and possibly killed. The cop did his job, saw a dangerous situation, and put an end to it. So in here, I kind of messed up, and she catches on to it. And I noticed that like right after I sent it. But I said, um, it stopped someone from being injured and possibly killed. And I, as soon as I said that, I, I was like, man, this person's going to reply back with, with someone did die. But I mean, he stopped the criminal from committing a crime. I don't know how that doesn't get into your brain. But anyway, that's, that's what I said there, pretty much, you know. While being respectful, keep in mind, we'll get into that later on. So she replied back with, did you give, Did you go through 18 weeks of police training? Do you know what they are taught? De-escalating the situation doesn't just mean standing there and telling them to stop. You said the cop stopped someone from being injured and possibly killed, but he did that by murdering someone else. The cop actually did shoot blindly since he took out his gun as soon as he got out of his car when he could have used his taser. It's beyond me why you're so set on defending this cop when it's apparent he isn't fit for his position and Bryant was only defending herself. So, did you go through 18 weeks of police training? No, but I have a brain though, so I mean, and I have common sense. Do you know what they're taught? I know basics of what they're taught. I mean, I watch YouTube videos describing that. A great person to watch is Donut Operator, uh, Maurice. The homie hooked me up on him, and that's he's a really good channel who breaks down police shootings. And in case this person is listening, you know, like I, I'm trying to keep this video entertaining. So you know, if I'm if I'm if I sound like I'm roasting you, you know, my bad. I mean, I kind of am, but uh, yeah, that's that's my bad. But uh, yeah, oh yeah, and I also don't just watch donut operator i watch other youtubers who break this stuff down and i do read other articles and other videos too anyways do you know what they're taught i just read that de-escalating the situation doesn't just mean standing there and telling them to stop uh yeah you're right i mean you're not wrong there 
You said the cop stopped someone from being injured and possibly killed, but he did that by murdering someone else, which I stated previously is what she was going to, or this, damn it, what this person was going to say. My bad, yo. The cop actually did shoot blindly since he took out his gun as soon as he got out of the car. Not true, so obviously they didn't pay attention to the video or they just watched it once or twice. Because, if you watch the video, the cop does get out of the car, he stands there, he's about to ask a question, or it looks like he's about to ask a question. And as soon as he gets there and stops walking, Micaiah Bryant lunges at the person next to the cop who's about two or three feet away from the cop, I would say, based on the body cam footage. She drops her, pretty much, and they both fall on the ground. I'm talking about the two girls. And then Micaiah Bryant runs at the girl in pink who's about, I don't know, seven to ten feet away from the cop, which is a pretty far distance, in my opinion. And she's about to stab her with a knife, which the cop did see as she was running. That's when he pulled out the gun and was telling her to stop, pretty much. I don't know his exact words, but I, I want to say it was stop. I could be wrong. But yeah, he pulled out his gun about right there, and as soon as she put her hands on the lady in pink, he fired four shots into her chest. So it wasn't actually as fast as you think it was, you know. But anyway, let's keep going. Oh, as soon as he took out his gun and got out of his car, when he could have used his taser, so... I shouldn't really have to explain this, but tasers do not work all the time. So if you look up videos on YouTube, you can literally find videos of tasers not working like they should. And I'm not just talking about a male function in a taser, I'm talking about them being shot at a person and it has no effect on the person because adrenaline can play a factor in how well a taser performs. So yeah, that's not 100% effective. Uh, it's beyond me why you're set on defending the cop. I love cops, so, I mean, that's why. Cops are great for this country and should not be defunded. That's really stupid, and that's just going to cause more things like this to happen due to lack of training. Anyway, it's... Uh, I'm sorry, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it's beyond me why you're so set on defending this cop when it's apparent he isn't fit for his position and Bryant was defending herself. See, why defend? See, here's the problem I have with this part. The cop was fit for his job. He did the right thing in my eyes. And in a lot of people's eyes. Because if you look at what happened with LeBron James, for example, he put a picture of the cop with like hashtag accountability and like an hourglass. A lot of people hated on the man for that. So, I mean, a lot of people are really standing with the cop, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, and Bryant was only defending herself. I mean, when a cop's there, they're defending her. She shouldn't have had, to, she should not have went outside, you know, and tried to stab people. That makes no sense whatsoever. But anyway, I kind of like got her back a little bit whenever she put, did you go through 18 weeks of police training? So here's my response to that. I put, did you go through 18 weeks of police training? I doubt it. How would you have de-escalated the situation when someone's going crazy with a knife? I'm going to assume taser would be your response. The thing with tasers, though, they don't always get the job done. When adrenaline is pumping like crazy, they don't always get the job done. Search it up on YouTube if you don't believe me. And actually, he did not pull the gun out right away. It may have seemed that way due to how quickly things escalated. 
But like I said, it was only after she was on her way to get the second female, the lady in pink. Also, explain to me how Miss Bryant was defending herself. From the video I saw, she would she was attacking two people and the cops stopped her. If you'd like to send the video you saw, I'll happily watch it and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. By the way, I defend cops because they get a bad rap when a lot of them don't deserve it. Granted, there are a few bad... I wrote, granted, there are a few bad apples. Not all cops are bad whether you like it or not. And of course, like most people, uh, they replied back with, I'm sure we watched the same video though, so it's no use. Which I don't think we did and I'll get to why in a, pre in a later response that she says, or this person says. But anyway, I'm sure we watched the same video though, so it's no use. I want you to explain to me in what situation is a teenager with a knife more threatening than a grown man with a gun. There's no reason why a grown... I'm going to cuss here, so yeah, because I'm going to read what she puts. There's no reason why a grown-ass adult couldn't take a knife away from a child when policemen have no difficulty disarming white men with an automatic rifle that just murdered a dozen people. An STFU with the not-all-cops-are-bad BS when it's obvious cops are tools of the burgessy. And for those who don't know what burgessy is, it basically means middle class. I took the time to look that up. So, yeah. Let's break her response down like I've been doing. And I, I don't know if from here if I'm going to keep showing or saying my responses. My bad. Because, I mean, I'm breaking down what I think anyway. So. Yeah. I'm sure we watched the same video. I already said she couldn't show me the evidence, you know. So, yeah. I mean, she could have. Maybe we did watch the same video, and I'm just being ignorant, if you will. But, I mean, it would have been nice to see if we did watch the same video. I want you to explain to me in what situation a teenager with a knife is more threatening than a grown man with a gun. It's more dangerous when a person is about to be stabbed that is about 10 feet away from you, 7 feet away from you, roughly. And you cannot run towards them without the other person being stabbed. So I would say that's whenever it's more dangerous. There's no reason why a grown adult couldn't take a knife away from a child. when a, You just called her a teen. So I mean, that's a flaw in you right there. But that's that's just me being stupid, honestly. So, yeah. That's just me being a little bit of a... Not a grammar police, you know, but something along those lines. There's no reason why a grown adult couldn't take a knife away from a child and police have no difficulty disarming white men with an AR. That just murdered a dozen people. So, the difference with that is, is usually a grown man, or as they put it, a grown white man, the reason that they can't take it away from them is because they're usually hiding in spots where it's difficult to get at. And they're usually there shooting at people. You can't just shoot blindly. I mean, that makes no logical sense whatsoever. So, say for example, um, this is probably going to be an example that if this person watches, you know that they'll clown me for. But say for example, I'm playing Call of Duty, right? And I walk into the middle of the field because someone's shooting and I start shooting at them. I'm most likely going to die because they have cover and I don't. So, I mean, there's just a, a stupid gaming example, you know. But once there's no more bullets, you know, and stuff like that, and the white man, as she, as they put it, is not being shot, or is not shooting, then that's whenever they go and arrest them. 
if there's no shots being fired, there's no reason for the police to be shooting anymore. And if they have their hands up, you know, and are complying now, I guess, that would be a reason to arrest them. Although it may feel wrong, you know, considering that that person would have killed, you know, a whole bunch of people, it's still technically, I guess, the right thing to do for a cop in that situation. But, I mean, a lot of people that are shooters do get killed. Also, a lot of them take their own lives. They're too scared to deal with the police, so, yeah. There's that, too. And, let's see, she continued with STFU with the not all cops are bad. I mean, not all cops are bad. <laughs> I mean, it's just the truth. I mean, you can look up videos of cops doing good deeds. I mean, and not all cops give tickets either, you know. And I, I think I put it on here as one of my responses that when you're in trouble, you call the cops. So, I mean, yeah, they're not bad in those situations, are they? I guess I'll read my replies. Why not? I put first, the cop is kind of far from Miss Bryan when she's about to stab the lady in pink, so that's kind of dumb logic right there. Second, it's more threatening when she's inches and seconds away from stabbing someone, and unless a white man is not firing back, that's the only way he's not getting shot. If he's shooting and they see an opportunity to take him down with shots, they're most likely going to shoot him. Also, explain to me how cops are tools. Last time I checked, when people are in trouble, who are they going to call? Police. I mean, I basically shortened up what I was talking about. For like five minutes. But yeah, that's that, that was basically the shortened version of what I was just explaining. But anyway, she replied back with, Nothing you're saying is making sense, LMAO. There are so many instances in which policemen have de-escalated similar situations without killing anyone. I don't know how this instance isn't an indicator that the cop who shot Brian isn't fit for his job. He, excuse me. He handled the situation outrageously poor. He shot impulsively, took off in the street during the investigation, and his colleagues were yelling blue lives matter at bystanders. The police were called by Bryant because she felt threatened, and she's the one who ended up being killed. She was only 16. So this is one I def this is the main message, you know, that I really want to break down because at the time of having this little debate with this person, I had only seen one or two videos and maybe read one article. Because this breaking story, I guess, if you will, was pretty brand new. Maybe like a day or two old. And since then, I've watched videos. And not just from CNN and Fox News, as you think I do. But anyways, we'll get to that later. Nothing you're saying is making sense. LMAO. Actually, I feel like a lot of the things I'm saying make sense, you know. I mean... I'm coming at it with logic, you're coming at it with with uh <laughs> with no logic. I mean, you're coming over coming at it with feelings in my opinion. I could be wrong, you know, but I mean, I feel like more of the what this person was saying was based off of their feelings rather than facts. Uh there are so many instances in which policemen have de-escalated similar situations without killing anyone. I would love some proof of that because I'm sure the situations weren't exactly like that. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. I'm probably wrong here. And I could be. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you know. Like, I'm not going to be like, well, in that situation, yada, yada, yada. Unless I know for a fact that situation was way different than this one. Let's continue here. I don't know how this instance isn't an indicator that the cop who shot Brian isn't fit for his job. 
Well, I mean, the cop did his job. He stopped the situation from getting worse because then uh, the woman in pink would have been possibly murdered or seriously injured. Like, that just makes no sense. He handled it greatly, in my opinion. He shot impulsively, took off... And this is the part I want to get to, y'all. He shot impulsively, took off in the street during the investigations, and his colleagues were yelling, Blue Lives Matter. First of all, like I've said in the beginning, he did not shoot impulsively. He only took out his gun once the knife was out. Or once he saw the knife out, which was basically when she was running towards the woman in pink. Took off... Alright, this I guess this is the main part, y'all. My bad. Took off in the street during the investigation. So I saw the body cam footage from other cops after the main video was out, you know, because they released other body cam footage. The reason he took off is because they had another, like, car for him to go to, which was basically, like, another car where they question you, you know, and, like, not comfort you, but, like, I don't know how to put it. They're there to, like, ask you questions about what happened, you know, and, like, talk to you, I guess, about, like, what happened. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. I forgot the name of the car, too. But they say it in the video, and if you need me to send you the video on that, just in case y'all y'all think I'm lying here, I can. Because yeah, uh, unlike this person, I provide evidence. He took off during the street. His colleagues were yelling, Blue Lives Matter are bystanders. So, I watched about, I don't know, I'd say 10 or 11 videos and read a whole bunch of articles as well. Not just from CNN and Fox News. But uh, I never once saw that. I would love if someone could send me a video of the cops in this investigation yelling Blue Lives Matter. And I mean cops, not just random people there. So if you could send me a video of the cops at the scenes yelling Blue Lives Matter at bystanders, that would be great. Uh, I, d I didn't see that at all in the videos that I watched. And yeah, the police were called by Brian because she felt threatened. So, like I said before, why would she take matters into her own hands when the cops were there? Like, that makes zero sense. Nothing was happening outside except for the girls just standing there, honestly. Or the other two that she felt threatened by that were standing there, you know. They were just chilling out their cars. Uh, she's the one who ended up being killed, maybe because she had a knife and was going to stab two people. Maybe that's why. And her dad didn't help the situation either, because he kicked one of the females that was down. If you paid attention and looked at that, I mean, that was pretty horrible too. So that's bad parenting. You know, I know people are probably like, well, dang, that, that's bad to say. But I mean, if if you're the dad and you kick a female that's down, that's pretty bad. And I mean... Something like that is bound to rub off on, on one of your children. That, like, horrible attitude towards people, I guess, if you will. But anyway, <laughs> voice crack. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have it over here in my bed, y'all. Alright, send me the video or videos you saw then, because I didn't see the Blue Lives Matter part. Still haven't. Also, a lot of the stuff I'm saying does make sense. I don't know what you're talking about. And damn, why would Bryant call the police and then take matters into her own hands when the cops were there? Not to be messed up, but that's kind of dumb. 
and she died because she had a weapon and attacked two people with it in hand. When you have a weapon in hand and cops are involved, something is bound to happen. Whether it be getting tased, pepper sprayed, shot, etc. Age doesn't play a factor when people's well-being and lives are at stake. And I will stand by that till this day. You know, like, if you have a weapon and you're going to do something to someone to cause harm, I mean, something's going to happen. That, Like, come on, dude. You don't have to be a genius to figure that out. I followed, so this was maybe about an hour or two, no, I'd say about an hour or 45 minutes around there into this argument that we were having. So I was already getting kind of tired of of debating with this person. And yeah, so I replied back with, I know you probably think I'm going to be lying here, but I genuinely do respect your opinion. Having a debate is cool if there's respect, you know. I feel that I, for the most part, have been respectful, and you have too, kind of. So, basically, what I was saying here is, you know, and I still do respect this person's opinion, you know. Like I said earlier, like, I'm roasting this person, you know, just to make this podcast more entertaining. Because, I mean, I know a lot of people won't stick around during the whole thing. But if you do, you at least get some entertainment from my little baby roast here, you know what I mean? So, but genuinely, I I really do respect this person's opinion, you know, it's cool to have a different opinion. If you think I'm wrong, that's cool too, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to DM me about it, you can, but I mean, you don't necessarily have to. And Like I said, if you think I'm wrong, that's cool. Anyways, I replied back to myself with, like, I ain't trying to be a dick or nothing, you know, or disrespect you or your opinion. But obviously, we are both strong in our difference of opinions. That's why our debate has been pretty heated, in my opinion. Just thought I should let you know that. So, like I said, I was already getting tired of talking to her because I knew it wasn't going anywhere. And I saw, you know, this is like from school. But I had seen a TED Talk, you know, that arguments usually don't go anywhere. Because usually people go into arguments thinking of it as like a war and you got to win. Which... Like, really made sense to me, you know. So that's kind of like the mindset I had at this point in time in the argument. It was like, it's not going anywhere. We're not learning anything from this. So I was like, yeah, I better just try and end this uh, little debate or argument that we're having. But I, like I said, I do respect this person's opinion and still do. But yeah. So basically, essentially what I said there was, you know, I respect your opinion And they had the audacity, if you will, to reply back, I don't really care for being respectful, LMAO. The lives of marginalized communities are constantly targeted. How does that that not outrage you? Bryant most likely won't receive the justice she deserves, and if she does, they'll probably take an eternity. Ultimately, in the concrete, there are better ways to handle the situation, and you know that. She was 16. She called the police because she felt threatened, as I said before. Other police have handled similar situations without killing anyone, so why was it such a problem for this officer? It's too often we see that justice isn't served for minorities, and you choose the side of those who kill us. You're being complacent in this system, and that's never going to liberate us. So let's break this down. I don't really care for being respectful. So throughout this whole conversation, you know, I was trying to be respectful, pretty nice, while still trying to get my point across type of person, I guess, but obviously they don't care, you know, 
like I said before about that TED talk, you know, their mindset was based off I gotta win this argument. As we're, as to my mindset was I'm be open minded, listen to your opinion, correct you on your flaws. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it kind of sucked, you know, hearing that that I don't really care for being respectful. So that that's just like wow. Like, you're not, I don't want to call him a bad person, you know, because I don't know them. That's kind of a, a, a crappy way to, to live, I guess, or to think, not live, my bad, but a, a crappy way to think of other people who have different opinions, you know. Anyways, the lives of marginalized communities are constantly targeted. How does that not outrage you? Um, i am be honest with you. I haven't really, you know, looked into the statistics of how many African Americans, how many white people, how many Indians, how many Mexicans, etc., you know, Asians, how many of those certain, you know, uh, marginalized communities, like how many deaths they get via police. So I, I really do need to go into the more because a lot of people always bring that out and I never really know how to respond to that. So I do need to look up statistics on that. Uh, let's see, Bryant most most likely won't receive the justice she deserves, and if she does, then they'll probably take an eternity. Well, I mean, she did try to kill two people, like I've literally been saying for the past, I don't even know how long this podcast has been going, but, uh, she did wrong, I mean, yeah, I don't even know what else to say for that, she did wrong. Ultimately, in the concrete, there are better ways to handle this situation, and you know that, I mean, in this particular situation, not really. Honestly, there were not really better ways to handle this. So, yeah. She was 16. She Age doesn't matter. That was, that's one thing I've been saying. Age doesn't matter when you have a weapon and you're trying to harm someone. I'm sorry if that hurts you. Or, and by every time I say you, I'm most likely referring to the general audience, you know, listening. Not just this person that I was arguing with. But yeah, I just thought I should say that. She called the police because she felt threatened. Uh, yeah, but if she did, if she called the police, why would she go attack them as soon as they're there? That was her fault. As I said before, other police have handled similar situations without killing anyone. So was it such a problem for this officer? Uh, like I said before, if someone can send me videos of similar situations... I'd greatly watch them and be like, yeah, you were right. And on my next podcast, I'll address that. It's too often we see that justice isn't served for minorities and you choose the side of those who kill us. That's... (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry. It's too often that justice isn't served for minorities. I feel like it really just depends on the judge, jury, and the policeman. Honestly, like, if you, and yourself, like, if you're in a situation like this, if you work with the cops, they're going to work with you. If you work with the judge, they're going to work with you. If you come at it respectfully, which apparently you don't respect anyone, uh, they're, they're going to treat you with respect. If you don't treat them with respect, they're not going to treat you with respect because it goes both ways. If you do something wrong, Something bad's gonna happen to you. I'm sorry, but that's that's life. Uh, you choose the side of those who kill us. No, I just side with the people who are going to help out the community and make it better. 
which are, in my opinion, the police. You're being complacent in this system, and that's never going to liberate us. <sighs> Anyways, I I'm just being a citizen who stands with the police, you know, because they're ultimately really good for for this country. But anyways, I replied back with, well, I respect you even if you don't respect me. I ain't gonna complain because you don't care for respect. As for the situation, if she called the police, should, if she called the police, she should have let them handle it, in my opinion. If you can send me a video of a similar situation, then go for it. Also, it's not just minorities getting killed. Uh, black people, white people, Asians, Hispanics, Indians, etc. get killed by police too. And nah, police don't kill us, they kill those that cause harm. Granted, there are unfortunately flaws in the system. For the most part, police do their job and do it good. Uh, I kind of messed up here, and she corrects me on it, which, I mean, is understandable. If you see a mess up in someone's argument, and just getting heated, I mean, most likely you're going to correct them. But I said, it's not just minorities getting killed and proceeded to follow up with different minorities. So yeah, that was... My bad, I guess. I just didn't know how to word it, you know. And I was trying to get the the message out quick, so that was right there was my bad. But anyways, she replied back with, Black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, and Indian people are minorities. That was my point, which I agree with. But anyway, Brian was probably being harassed while the police were on their way and could only resort to self-defense. In any case, it's not my job to educate you. You can look for videos yourself. It's not that hard. You can start with actual academic reading instead of CNN or Fox News articles. Maybe then you'll realize the policemen are agents of the state. So, the first part is true. I mean, black people, Asian people, Hispanic people, and Indian people are minorities. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess so, you're right. Brian was probably being harassed while the police were on their way. I listened to the, uh, the uh, phone call. That was made to the 911 dispatch or whatever it's called. And yeah, I guess I got to agree with you, kind of. There was a, a bit of commotion, but at the same time, like they weren't answering the dispatcher's questions. He was asking them basic questions, you know, and they weren't answering. Which, I mean, the cops should have been on the scene quicker. But yeah, when you don't answer questions, they're most likely not going to show up. Too fast, if that makes sense, you know. But anyways, yeah. Because it, well, let me go back to that. I mean, it to me, that dispatch, like, phone call kind of sounded like a, like, just an argument was happening, like, no fighting at all. I could be wrong, and I'll probably go back and watch that uh, dispatch again. But to me, from what I can remember, it just sounded like an argument. So, I mean, that could have been why the police weren't on the scene as quick as they should have been. Uh, she put, in any case, it's not... Or, let me go back, dude. I keep messing up. Brian was probably being harassed while the police were on their way and could only resort to self-defense. The only time I saw self-defense was no time in the video, honestly. Like, of the main video. And I'm, excuse me, I'm assuming that's what this person was referring to. And <sighs> she was the person attacking people. I don't know how that doesn't register in your brain. But yeah, 
anyways. In any she put in any case, it's not my job to educate you. You're right, it isn't because I can educate myself. You can look for videos yourself, which I did after I had this nice long conversation with you. It's not that hard to look for videos. Yeah, you're right. I found them on YouTube pretty quick, and a lot of the things I said made sense. A lot of the things you said were based off of feelings and not facts. You can start with actual academic reading instead of CNN or Fox News articles. Uh, I didn't... Let's see. I might have read a CNN and Fox News article along with other articles as well. And I watched breakdowns of the shooting. And I, re I watched, like I said, I watched the dispatch video. And I also watched the aftermath of what happened to... So, yeah, there's that. So I did a lot of research on this. Unlike you, uh, I'm just assuming you didn't do much research on this, you know, considering what you have been stating in the video. Uh, like I said, it's more based off of feelings. And, like, don't get me wrong, it's sad that she was a 16-year-old girl who got shot. But at the end of the day, she was trying to cause harm to somebody. So, yeah. Uh, maybe, so after the CNN and Fox, Fox News article, she states, maybe then you'll realize that policemen are agents of the state. I mean, they work for the states and governments and counties or whatever, so I mean, I guess you're technically right. And then, this is where, this is the last message that was sent during this argument. It was by me. I put, bro, I really don't watch the news because screw that. I read up on articles and watch videos that break these things down. I also watch the video of the event as well so that I can come up with my own conclusion. I'm going to watch more videos and read more articles on this as more information comes out like I normally do. And why use self-defense when the cops are already on the scene? That makes no sense at all. Maybe you're right in the fact that before the cops were there that something happened. When the cops are there, why attack people? I'm going to be honest. She caused harm on herself. If she wouldn't have done anything while the cops were there, she wouldn't have gotten killed. Maybe look at other points of view and be open-minded. So, I don't really watch the news. So, um, I guess I'll break down my response. my fin Or the final response. I don't really watch the news because, you know, like... The only time I really do watch the news, I guess, is to look up, look at the weather or maybe see some local stuff that's happening. That's really about it. I don't really care about the bigger news articles that happen. Uh, I do read articles and watch videos that break these things down, like I stated. I even gave the YouTuber name on here. And, yeah, and then I do watch the, if there's body cam footage, I do watch that. So, yeah, as I did. Granted, I watched the majority of it after this uh, argument. But, yeah, I still did. And I stated that here that I was going to watch more and read more, which I did. And I can send you the videos that I watched, too, if that... Or if anybody wants to, I can send you all the videos that I watched. Uh, maybe you're right, I, re I said, maybe you're right in the fact that before the cops were there that something happened, which it did, because I did see the dispatch video after the argument, and, uh, it, it sounded more like a, an argument that happened, rather than a, like a fight or something, or harassment. But when the cops are there, why attack people? I've been saying that the whole time, and she caused harm on herself, If she wouldn't have done nothing while the cops were there, she wouldn't have gotten killed. 
And uh, like I said, I ended it with maybe look at other points of view and be open-minded. So yeah, I mean, I stand by that. You know, if you're going into an argument, always be open-minded. That's something that I think everybody should do when they go into an argument, rather than just be like, no, you're wrong because of this, this, and this. And I feel like this person didn't really care for anything that I had to say. So, yeah. And then, uh, their account was on public. And I feel like, like, as me and my sister would say, a schlong for doing this. But, uh, I went on her story. And I saw that, or, I went on her story because what people, and I'm guilty of this too, and I'll tell you what I put. But, uh, I went on her story because people when they get into arguments, tend to post a screenshot of the argument happening. And this is what this person did. And maybe there was more on her close friends list, but, I mean, obviously I ain't on there. But on her main story, it was like, uh, send me the video. It was a screenshot of one of the messages I sent. And she put underneath it, your brain has to be deficient if you're licking the boots of policemen this hard. How do you guys not have any shame? And uh, I would just like to take this time to say, or this is my response to that. Uh, I would just like to take this time to say, how do you not have any common sense on this uh, scenario that happened? If you could explain that to me, that would be great. Like if you were standing with Micaiah Bryant, you don't have common sense or think with logic. You think with your feelings, which is cool and all, but it's not right (laughs) in my opinion. But yeah. Uh, like I said, I was, before I ended, I guess, like I said, I'm guilty of doing what she did about putting the screenshots of the conversations on my Instagram story. I put it on my close friends list because I ain't trying to have, you know, my family members read it, even though I just made a whole podcast about it. But still, I mean, she has connections, obviously, because she saw my, my main, my story from my close friends list. So, I mean, I'm sure they... They could have seen that. So, yeah. Um, I basically put the part where I talked about I respect you even if you don't respect me. And then from there on, that's all I put. I put that part and then her response and then my responses to that. And, yeah, that's about where the argument ended. And that's kind of like the Micaiah Bryant story, if you will. So, that's pretty much going to do it with this podcast. For for me, yeah, that's, that, I'm already getting lost in my words. But that's pretty much going to do it for this podcast. If you disagree with me, my at on Instagram is MrBeluga91. It would be nice if you could like just let me know that you're replying to my podcast before you DM me. So that way I know what to get into. But, uh, yeah. I appreciate anyone, you know, who stuck around this long and is listening for this long because it's about 47 minutes into this podcast. So I thank you to those who have stuck around and listened. Uh, follow Mr. Beluga91 on Instagram. That's my ad. Also follow Definitive Outlaws on Instagram. That's my me and my homies Instagram account for our podcast. 
And uh, we'll probably talk about this a little bit on our podcast that we own. It's called Definitive Outlaws. Give that a follow on Spotify. That's my favorite streaming platform to use. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for this. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. And also, I keep saying also, but go follow Mr. Blue in 91 on YouTube. So, finally, for all this time. This is going to end the podcast. I appreciate y'all for listening. And this is David, a.k.a. Mr. Beluga, signing out.